and we're live from the same three block proximity in downtown Charleston, but we don't see each other in real life ever. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be scary. Uh, me and me and Dan have a um, have an agreement actually that whenever my door is open, his door has to be closed. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, nobody in the apartment can see one another for more than thirty seconds at a time. It's in the lease, yeah, we, right? Because y'all aren't married. That's right. No, yeah. six feet apart. And that's also why I have to wear a sheet with eye holes cut out of it whenever I walk around to make dinner. <laughs> yeah, we started that. We started Dad, all that this during. <laughs> no, what? we started just, all that during COVID. Just this hiding is, my these, are just COVID. Okay. these are normal COVID practices. I don't understand what you're insinuating. I, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't judge you for wearing a cowl with eye holes. Uh, <laughs> welcome to 30 Minute Worlds. Uh, we're going to cut the shit because Walter's not here to. <laughs> Keep us going on banter for <laughs> 10 minutes. So you, yeah. We'll get right to the content. That's what you're here for. Uh, this yeah. is your content episode. Yeah, we're down to business this episode. We're not going to make mm -hmm. stupid shit up. And we're going to make a world that's the most serious world you've ever seen. Uh, yeah, it's going this to. Is a, this is our world building podcast where three to four uh, hombres and friendos make podcasts. Where or make a world that you ostensibly could run a D and D game in, but we pretty much abandoned that premise. So we just make a setting. And no, you I, I keep to that premise every single episode. I have uh, never kept to that premise. <laughs> like not I from the beginning. The, I could run a D and D game in Doom, uh, Doom Runner. I could do that. Be very abstract. Uh, go listen to that episode. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, this one probably won't be, but go listen to that one. Uh, no, this is going to be the best episode we've ever done because it's going to be serious. Yeah, we're yes, gonna be exactly. serious we've this got, time. We we've had different energy ever, ever since we've been changing the times around. Like uh, the Saturday morning time slot is all is so uh, is has so much such different energy than like Thursday after work. Everybody's tired and as shit. It's a more high uh, impact kind of podcasting. Yeah, um, nobody but, is drinking anything right now. Not even water. That's how. Oh sh! God damn it! I'm out. Members of the podcast slowly sip our bean juice. <laughs> for, for the for the yep. listeners at home, they both have bean juice, and I have nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have doctor juice. So who is going to roll the Lorlad die? Well, I have a die right here. Uh, I'm I'm looking. I'll see. Look, one, two, three. Mm -hmm. uh, Belvin, you're one. I'm two. Okay, let's just roll it. That's two. That's me. So, uh, chess is the lore lad this episode, and that means that we all present a prompt word, and she will get the ball rolling, and mm -hmm. then we will all work together to make a setting that will ideally be entertaining and interesting. And I got a prompt word. I got a prompt word, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it till till the last. Probably the last one. Yeah, my prompt word is uh, tubes. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, tubes. I very okay, proud it's of that. Yeah, but I thought this was gonna be a serious episode. I don't. I, tubes, tubes are serious. Look, do, tubes you don't think water serious. delivery to a municipal area is serious business? No, I guess you're right. You don't think the, 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 the rubber piping that goes through your engine? Uh, I mean, you're, you know you what know. your colon is? It's a series of tubes. Mm -hmm. Your yeah, whole digestive colon, system. Yeah, shit colon tubes. is some serious pipe. Yeah. <laughs> don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bell, what is your you, what is, your term phrase or word 
Uh, Elvin looking around his room trying to come <laughs> no, up with I a had password. it, and then I was thinking, no, it doesn't go well with tubes, and then I forgot it. Um, Just own it. Chess was yours. Gate. Tube, date. Gate. Gate with a G. Oh, gate. Yeah. Gate. 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 Gaze. No. Gate. Sounds like a mispronunciation gator. of gator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gator 2 episode. <laughs> gate. No. No. Gate. Okay. Gate. Cool. G as in gate. <laughs> a, a as in gate. Uh, I'm desperately trying to remember what my word was. Um, I'm going to say sparkle. 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 Okay. We're going to have a fucking serious episode. Y'all gave me tubes and sparkle. God. That can mean God anything. Damn it. Tubes is a very God. serious word. Sparkle is not a very serious word. No, uh, sparkle. Give you that. Gold. No, sparkles is fine. It makes the uh, world run. <laughs> Money, baby. It has <laughs> benefits beyond the aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah. tubes, sparkle, gates. Yes. You know what sparkles? How do you start? How do you start a very small car with a sparkle plug? Okay. How do you fit tubes together with sparks from a welding uh, apparatus that I yeah. don't know what those are called? Um, uh, are a, we- welder, a welding? Like welders. Oh, yeah. Actually, torch, oh, okay. torches. Yeah, so we're talking about welding, we're talking about tubes. My first thought went to like subterranean uh, world, mm-hmm. like connected by tubes. What's a way, though, to have things... Like, maybe it's like a gas planet type environment, and the tubes go between settlements. Well, we kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the oil dwarf planet that you weren't on, is uh, the only thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, which it's not a bad no, no, hook. No. We just, no, 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 this is good. Yeah. All right. No, this is good. Yeah. Well, we, I like we gas. It's not we, have, we haven't done a gas episode, have we? We did, we did a petroleum episode. We didn't do well, a. Well, I'm talking about like gas uh, is in the. Gas. Like the. Yeah. the gas. Like, like not liquid or solid. Sort, yeah. Gas. Yeah. Okay. So, sure. Like yeah. the, the gaseous world. This is this is a serious episode. Okay, we're huh. not gonna have an entire world made out of petroleum because that's not serious. That's ridiculous. We're gonna have an entire planet, a gas giant, which is very a re- very refined, purely scientific idea. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, very serious. Thing. A <laughs> methane planet. Normal thing for planets uh, to do. Uh, so, and so tubes are going through it. Um, wait, the tubes. Okay, but the problem is that tubes go through gas. If you okay, tubes generally need something to support them, right? Well, I'm so imagining. Like, so in my head, I'm imagining like essentially like giant rubber orb colonies, where some substance in them like is counteracting the fullness of the gas. Like it's something that allows it to be mm-hmm. suspended in the gas, yeah. and the connection between these giant rubber orbs or like rubber tubes, essentially. Um, maybe I'm inviting okay. disaster here, but isn't the center of gas giants sometimes like big, like carbon crystals and shit like that? Like that's what we've like theorized. Like is it the center of Jupiter? Okay. I think I've- uh, some, yeah, some, uh, uh, gas science giants. corner. <laughs> it's, it's the, well, cause like gravity is really, it's still very intense down there. So there probably could be like a solid core. Well, that and could be would, the, be a lot. that could be the sparkle, right? Is like that, like, I mean, beyond refining, uh, or like, it could just be something at the center of it is like the goal. There could be like a gate at the center of this gas giant, mm-hmm. like lets you travel. It could be like, uh, like it could be a one way hyper gate, like hyper lane, like 
you can like go to other places using it, but you can't like there aren't other ones you can use to go back to it. You'd like jumped from like this one planet to like anywhere else in the galaxy. That's interesting. Uh, that that is that is like a th- uh, uh, concept in um in like uh, a way to have faster than light travel is like you go into a gravity well basically, and you you go from like deep in a gravity well and you can use that to jump somewhere else. Um, that's so this, interesting. This planet could be like a hub for trade, right? And it could be like a Dyson sphere of like tubes around this gas giant. It's like a hub for like commerce in the galaxy. Well, if things only go one mm-hmm. way, maybe it's a producer, but not a hub. Like it's sending out maybe the gas that it produces is something that's really core to mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. some sort of machinery. Um, but the folks who are left there are sort of just like miserable miners, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. I think about what the gas would potentially. I mean, the the boring answer is hyperspace, like fuel, or like dune spice. But I don't want to do either of those. Well, yeah. So, but what those things are, right? They're the both of them are ways to travel. Like that's you know, because like that's the thing that's important in space in space flight is that you have. Uh, like as soon as you can leave solar systems, you have to have a way to fuel your ships for long enough to get to the other place or like spice. You can, you can, uh, manipulate the, the, the warp or spice is what lets them like just do FTL. It's not fuel per se, but it lets them like navigate FTL. Anyway, uh, I have a a, a left field thought. Yeah. What you got? What if the gas allows you to temporarily become gaseous? And you could, oh, that'd be interesting, because then if you'd use that, you like you wouldn't need like an Ava suit to like go out around your spaceship and stuff. Mm-hmm. You could explore hazardous environments safely. <clears throat> Dan, um, I will say that it's an EVA suit, not an Evangelion suit. No, it's an Evangelion suit. They were invented by <laughs> Hideaki Anno in 1996. Um, so you could <clears throat> use the you could use the gas to. Uh, what you like inhale it and then it turns you in the gas. I and think there are different ways. Like maybe like it's bit. either like you taking the gas and your like matter changes to gas, which is kind of crazy, or mm-hmm. you can like take the gas packages in a th- certain way and then impart your consciousness into it temporarily, which is also kind of crazy, just in a different way. Whoa, that's pretty good. I'm I'm into that actually. Okay, so it's like it's it's I, I okay, so it's. It's consciousness absorbing gas. Yeah, gas that will bind temporarily to your consciousness. Um, and that right. is very sensitive to the, the mental sphere the, or consciousness, I guess. It, it does intakes it like, consciousness. Does it like bridge multiple consciousnesses when like people go into this gas? That's what that like, would imply. You could connect consciousnesses. That's This is awesome. <laughs> this is so good. There we okay. go. <laughs> So huh. it it would be kind of difficult on the planet itself, like uh, on like I think there's a little bit of a dampening effect on the planet itself. Like when you when you go in the gas giant, if you uh, are connected to this con this uh, gas consciousness, one you have to have a barrier because you can't breathe this shit, and and two 
there's like lightning storms and everything that's messing it up so you don't have connections to like you don't you're not connected the entire planet isn't connected well i mean maybe it is maybe it isn't right because i mean it's interesting so if this is like the source of the consciousness gas this Mm -hmm. is like the Mm -hmm. hub of it um then the poor fucks who work on it like is it possible that they could like if they put their consciousness in do they get like a temporary hive mind thing that seemed like the logical like conclusion of where we were looking at this like do they use it to because one approach to this is like if it's being exported it could be how like an interstellar empire is like being run essentially like lacking Mm -hmm. faster than light communication uh like you can temporarily with this gas become part of a linked consciousness sure information (laughs) well um so in my head like you have to the gas has to be connected for the minds to be connected yeah yeah so all you do the gas itself has has some in is is influenced by the consciousnesses that are pervading it so like you you can imagine like somebody's just uh somebody has like a vial of gas or some container probably it's not a vial you'd have you'd have to have some sort of very uh, like tubes uh, right yes like so in, in the center of the planet right through some sort of mechanism they have actually created tubes that can go like break through space time to other planets and then you can directly get the gas from the source and then you can actually be a part of this consciousness on other worlds. Well, so. Oh, yeah. OK, that's interesting. So where, where my head's at is like thinking through just like a canister of gas like that'd be useful insofar as a you can like become gaseous like you can do you can like move around like you're talking about like move in space just all the benefits yeah. that like taking on the gaseous form would give you you can store consciousness so like maybe robotics in this world is not the point where like you can just straight up copy your consciousness and if mm-hmm. you even if you like could get close it'd be like you die but there's a copy of you but with the gas you can actually like quote unquote live forever so you know the the power brokers of the galaxy like it's like futurama's heads in a jar except it's gas in a mm. jar <laughs> um and then if if it's rare to have the opportunity to like have a big gas mind one thing that could be interesting is if on this like gas home um there's not just the miners but also like the people who are really interested in pushing forward hive mind and like collective consciousness um, like intellectuals or artists or just like people who are like really interested in being part of a hive mind, like sort of mm-hmm. start to cluster around this place, and like have their own colonies mm-hmm. there where they like tap mm-hmm. in and out to this hive mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. A- and this is, this could be like a, like a, a funeral planet. Like maybe not a, bur- maybe not even a bu- burial planet. But, like, people could come here specifically so that they could die in the gas and let their consciousnesses, like, leave themselves into this hive mind. That's interesting because it would get cluttered, right? Like, the hive mind. I I mean, gas giants are really big. That's true. But, but yeah, it would probably get cluttered. It would definitely get cluttered eventually. Absolutely. Sooner rather than later, if, if, like... You, if like the size of one person's consciousness, right? I mean, could, like I think it's interesting if in whatever thing. space kingdom is in control of the gas giant, 
um, like mm-hmm. wants to steward it in some way, like wants to be selective about the minds it brings in. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. Um, well, mm-hmm. if you if you take some of the gas and you isolate it like into a chamber, you could make like self-contained hive minds yeah. that aren't linked to the main one. Yes. So that could be a thing like that's like a service you could pay for is you go to this place to die if you're like a terminal patient or whatever. And they've got just like a big like contained sphere in orbit like that you essentially they like I don't know they dose you like a euthanasia patient with like a lethal dose of morphine and just eject your body into it. And then as you die in there, your consciousness becomes a part of this uh, like contained hive mind. Okay. I was thinking it was just like a, it was just like a, uh, like a planet, sort of like a cloud city where they just put you out on the veranda. They wheel you out on the veranda with like a mask on. And then you just, you just die in relative comfort. And then your, and your, your soul leaves your body. Your I really want to reference I wasn't the- expecting, like, uh, the, the Viking funeral is also pretty good. The new episode of Atlanta is really relevant to this, but that'd be <laughs> um, yeah, friend yeah, of the I, show, Donald Glover. <laughs> Go watch Atlanta; it's great. <laughs> yeah, so Donald Glover. I guess yeah, we we've sort of moved into these like afterlife spheres <laughs> surrounding the gas giant. Yeah. Well, and like you said, Belvin, they they don't all have to be where you die, but like. There could be a community of artists that have paid for one of these that they don't actually die. They just participate in it. Right. They live there and like that's how they share creativity. Like you create Mm -hmm. almost like intellectuals and scientists create almost human computers. Like by merging their brain power. A a space collective, space hippie collective at the center of your town. There's the gas orb and you can come and (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a simple American man. I go on down to the gas tube and get my licks in. Yeah. Couple hours a week. If, if yeah. I mean, if we're talking about something that's desirable across the galaxy, and there's literally only one source for it, um, I assume it'd be like pretty hard to get your hands on it. Yeah, I think that that's what we we should settle on. Is this the only place you can get it, or is it just rare? Like, are there other gas giants where you maybe can it's the only it? one discovered yet? So there's a door open to more. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. There could be people trying to, through their consciousness, find another one. Like, um. Oh, that's interesting. Like maybe if you like spend enough time in gas form, you you sort of like get this itch in your head, like this sense like, oh, there's more of this out there. Like you start to even when you're out of gas form, get like a sensitivity to like the the mind, the gas mines. Um, And so there are some folks who are just like explorers following that and trying to find more more gas. I think that's cool. Across the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's a latent connection. Like you, when you're in contact with other with other gas, you can sort of like it's direct. But then like you, as you separate from it, you're like you're 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 like no, wait, come back. Like that was you know my I'm lose I'm losing my mind basically. Um, this episode is just a subconscious expression of how expensive gas is right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is all allegory for that damn high gas price. <laughs> I, I had this vision of um, if you're on a you're on a ship that's like traveling through uh, traveling through space, and they have to do calculations for warp travel because, of course, they do. Mm-hmm. And but the place where they do those calculations, and they they have like they have the the actual pilot has like a like a helmet on with like the the gas is coming up to them and then that 
that gas forms a direct line back to like a room of engineers that are all in there with like masks on but their heads exposed and like and like bald so that the the gas makes like a connection to their brains it's just like a room full of engineers just just like hut like huddled around like like doing do maybe doing calculations maybe mm-hmm. just like it's some sort of like meditation deal just a bunch of dudes in a room yeah you have that yeah. the city of the empire too i assume like all the advisors would go yeah. gas mined and whenever the space emperor oh, has that's, to that's yeah, cool there things. could be like a whole like uh like a there's a constantly running hive mind of a couple people that's like the intelligence network of spies and when mm-hmm. like an espionage agent comes back they plug into it and like share all that information in there and they assimilate it and they actually use it to advise like the mm-hmm. the emperor or whatever yeah and actually what one mm-hmm. thing that's kind of crazy that this would imply is that like e- people who are opposed can hop in like there's no like repelling people from your gas mines so like infiltrate like spies could infiltrate the gas mines and like if enough get in it they sort of like become the dominant flavor of it yeah right you would you would have to control the actual gas you would have to control who gets access to it right so that that didn't happen um and if you didn't it would become like uh it would become like a melting pot of like everybody else's uh minds would would change and 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 corrupt uh or corrupt would would uh would uh slow it would slowly stop being a hive mind dedicated to one thing and it would start being a hive mind that like was pl- maybe planting treason or something like that yeah you know, it would be like it's, co-opted sort of a gestalt effect yeah, yeah. and yeah, I- or, or like a like a like a original sin sort of thing like you've got a hive mind that's of incredibly loyal people and you've got one person who comes in and actually has some really fair points and almost immediately the entire hive mind defects uh yeah well because it's interesting because it's not just like it's like ego death when you're in there like you are one mm -hmm. entity when you're in there um Mm -hmm. so yeah the implications of that would be pretty Mm mm-hmm I was I had an idea for making using this sort of gas as a way to do sort of perform sort of magical like feats because if you can control if you have some level of control over like the shape of the gas mm-hmm. then you can start to do very interesting things at the very least you could just be walking around and um someone who has control over this gas could just make a connection with your brain like they like like a at sort of like a tube of gas in the air that that's uh that's between the two of you uh but that that would be that's that's a level of of uh control that no that uh, the, the control thing is interesting like what if through mm-hmm. like great meditative focus um mm-hmm. like when you go into gas form like the people who are the absolute best at harnessing gas like they can walk around dr manhattan style just as a gas person mm-hmm. um but if you're new they can almost they can almost control people like that that's their that's their influence over the gas like other people's consciousnesses don't pervade them when they do that they they have like 
they have an ego. They, they're they're like gas egos. That's interesting. They, they like can maybe, maintain themselves. Yeah, you can like become an ego walker or whatever you want to call it. Like someone mm-hmm. who has cool. sort of transcended the n- normal nature of the gas. Um, and they, they don't fit into hive minds. Like they can actually like stay mm-hmm. apart from hive minds and they just go like gas person form. And they can maybe like enforce some mental will on people or like invade mentally like they're Mm -hmm. what's the word for like psionic they can go a little psionic style yeah oh yeah it it would be i was thinking of ways you could like make real world effects with it and i think that that's probably not something you can do at all because it's i mean it is just a bunch of fucking gas right like i mean maybe it's conductive gas maybe you could put like like shock people through it, but that doesn't, that's, that does, that's not interesting. I, I like, I like keeping it to the, a site, the specifically psionic uh, influences. Right. And like, also you, you can do ghost stuff. <laughs> so we've been yeah. talking about, and, and I'll just float this. If you don't like it, we can just throw it away, but we've been talking about it being ruled by like an emperor or like a King. But what if instead, because of the influence of this place, it's, it's an autonomous entity and the way that they make decisions, they're not actually like ruled by a king or an emperor, but they have a direct democracy through the gas hive mind. And if you basically mm-hmm. if you want to participate in the decision making process, you go down to like on like voting day or whatever, and you join the political uh, hive mind because you can make instantaneous decisions about like all sorts of issues using the hive mind sort of collective consciousness yeah i like that i like i like the the home of it being that system and like maybe in, mm-hmm. there is an empire that's using it for the things we described like somewhere out in the galaxy but yeah the, the gas giant itself um yeah having like it's autonomous true democratic yeah yeah like the, the direct democracy via hive mind yeah that's neat because that also in would include like you the way that this gas works you could have people like previous leaders they could be still in this in this gas yeah all the ancestors live on through the gas yeah 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 accumulated knowledge of generations people could bring their ancestors with them they don't want to stay in the political hive mind all the time like they could bring them in a tube <laughs> oh you mean like, <laughs> like a, a can of ashes like for a cremated person but you could like have their gas in like a pneumatic yeah. tube or something you carry around yeah yeah May- maybe the uh maybe the the consciousness could like stick to the remains a little bit if you if you really wanted them to you could like bring you bring grandpa to the uh to the sock hop you know uh just just like like and and the, like twist the twist the ash canister and it and the, the gas can get in and well one logistical mm, thing that i'm trying talk. to puzzle through right now so like moving between these states when you're in the hive mind you're it's sort of an ego death like you cease to exist you were part of this and then how yeah. do you come out again like that's what i'm trying to I think that if you are just entering in, right? Like if you are if you can visit, you can you can visit and you still maintain your personality. It's that if you stay, you slowly lose your ego. Or maybe it's like a dual uh, thing, like you can sort of like toggle 
or like the default yes. is that you're like you're just like this is one entity you're just a part of it but you can like some part of you however your consciousness works can like reach mm -hmm. out like grab the ego back throw it back out um yeah but maybe can, that gets harder to do split. the longer you're in there you can split your alar uh, as as it were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> or like when you go in, you could set like a fixed time, and then it cuts off the feed of gas to you, like, and then it kind of pulls yeah. You also out. Be, I was going to think there there could be like a mechanistic. Uh, yeah. In fact, there probably would be just to assist. Like even if it's possible technically through consciousness, like it's risky and abstract, and uh, there would be a technological yeah, thing. It, it, or if it's just like a meditation thing, yeah. You know, like you can meditate to get deeper into the consciousness. You could uh, train yourself to stay out of the consciousness, or you can have a, a, a sort of mechanically mediated cutoffs, or or <clears throat> they could like give you like they could dope the uh, the like you could have like a rebreather, and they could dope the gas that you're actually breathing with some of the gas, and then and you can get like a closer connection. Well, and like the um, the the culture of these people would be so suffused with like how life is oriented around this. Like you would grow up learning how to use it safely. Like in school, probably the classroom is like a hive mind that is created with your teacher and your classmates, like at least parts of the day. And then yeah. like you're learning how to use it basically safely. Cause then they can just be, use the mechanistic part to pull you out. It becomes natural for you to like get in and get out. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, without. a visitor from off-world comes, and, like, for them, it's harder and a more alien experience because they didn't grow up doing it. Right. Like, across the galaxy, it's a much more niche usage because people are just scared of losing themselves. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, can you imagine getting that call from the school, like, like, oh, what is it? How's Johnny doing? It's like, well, I'm so sorry, Miss Palmer, you're going to have to pick him up. He experienced ego death, and... Um, he's he's not going to be able That's to participate in classes for the rest activity. of the day. Yeah. We, we gave him a juice box, but he keeps waxing philosophical about the nature of existence. <laughs> he keeps talking about Baroque art from the 18th century. Uh, <laughs> time is a flat circle. It's like that's that's right, Johnny. Very good. <laughs> half the half of society is in Russ Cole mode. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that's horrible oh no oh we made it bad. oh god <laughs> oh, there right. it is <laughs> hey we got it just in time for the twist dark deep eldritch horrors lingering <laughs> at the edge of your mind at all times because you're expanding your mind so much oh that's great i love it Oof. yeah we didn't add like a dark element but like there could be like some evil consciousness on the edge of the galaxy that wants yeah, to you were talking about uh, how if you're in the gas and you're familiar with it, that it, you can start to sense where other gas is. And like people are sensing that and they're calling to it, right? <laughs> like it senses you as well. So pe people uh, are and like... And the Reapers are coming, yeah. <laughs> and Man. That's actually not a bad bow to put on it at the end, to be honest. No, like, I mean, the idea of, like, eldritch consciousness at the edge of the universe, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, some people are heading towards it. Like, yeah, they're the, sensing the it there. Like, the Star Trekkers, uh, yeah. Man, I wish they fucking gas would. Trek. <laughs> There's just more gas. <laughs> It'll cool. be great. Uh, gas Trek. Oh. The Final Frontier is coming out. Uh, gas Trek a million years. Directed uh, by... 
uh, Aronofsky. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is an Aronofsky feature. <laughs> a thousand years of gas solitude. Um, cool, y'all. Well, I think uh, I think we got it. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, absolutely fantastic. A serious sci-fi corker. We did it. Well, folks, that's our show. Uh, if you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice. You get new episodes every Saturday. And if you'd like, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes and share us with all your world-building friends. It really helps us out. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tour at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. And you can tweet at us, too, at LoreLads, or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world-building. <laughs>